to know. Now, we just had that incredible uh, phone call from these two brothers that that said that uh, their house was robbed. Their mother's house robbed. They just bought the house from the mother to help pay for her to be in a home. And and it was robbed two days in a row. TBD took seven hours to come the first day. Uh, the next day, they, they were told by TBD were too busy. Then they tracked where the, the, the guys stole the, that stole the stuff, brought it. And they said, we see the guys with our stuff. And TBD said, we're too busy. We're too busy. That's incredible, isn't it? So did this happen to you? Anything like this ever happened to you? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, and one of the reasons I bring this up, and I, I tweeted at Chief Magnus, I mean, where's the return on investment? You're a taxpayer. You you pay a lot of money in taxes. It goes to the police. Why isn't Magnus accountable? Or maybe the people on the city council and the mayor are okay with it. They don't care. And Magnus doesn't care. I got a tweet here. I had a very similar experience with TPD as the, uh, the listener did, almost identical, but it was not at home. It was at my work. Uh, I'm going to tell the guy to call in and share right now. Just because you're working doesn't mean you don't. I mean, just stop working. Who cares? It's a job. Hang on. John had an experience like that. John, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi there, Garrett. How are you doing? All right. Um, this one is, I think, much more serious, and I just want to preface it with uh, the fact to let people know I contacted Kazajik's office and uh, also is. talked with the police dispatcher and another police officer. Mm-hmm. But it's the school principal's story at the end that I think will make people's eyes and hopefully their ears listen and maybe do some action here. Okay. What happened was uh, a couple weeks, about three weeks ago, I was uh, walking in my neighborhood and a transient approached me. And uh, we got within uh, maybe... Uh, 20 feet, and he started yelling and cursing at me. Uh, you know, I tried to, uh, to disengage, but he kept, uh, you know, the same dis- yeah, As I tried to walk away, he kept following me. So at f- some point, I finally stopped, and I thought, okay, you know, this went on for about three or four minutes, and I pulled out my uh, cell phone and uh, called 911. Uh, that only escalated the situation. Now he started, uh, you know, adding new th- issues that he had with me. Uh, and he started circling me. So, uh, only so loud, I couldn't hear the dispatcher uh, half the time, and I had to keep asking him to repeat it. And what I did get, you know, what's the description? Is he carrying a knife or a gun? Uh, you know, and then finally the guy uh, said, uh, you need to disengage. And I said, I can't disengage. He's circling me. And I said, please don't hang up. Uh, you know, I need your police officer, you know, I think I said something to the fact, you know, I know I said, please don't hang up. Uh, my thinking was, you know, let their police officers who come in on the scene have an idea of what the hell's going on. Um, and so I waited and uh, waited. No police arrived. This guy's still circling me. And finally the neighborhood, people in the neighborhood started coming out. And uh, fortunately I happened to be across the street from a friend and as they came out, it distracted him, and so she motioned me over to her yard. Um, I'm sorry, let me drop back. While all this was going on, before I went over, I asked one of the neighbors, you know, they may not have heard me call 911 again. So she takes off and goes in her house. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, thing continues. My neighbor motions me over. Uh, so I go over to the yard. The other people are talking to this guy, and he's still yelling and ranting. I call 911 again. And this time the dispatcher said, well, we're, we're busy. We've got other calls. 
So I waited around for a while, and then finally I looked at my friend, and I said, let's, you know, you get me to your alleyway. So she took me through her backyard and went to the alleyway. I went up away, and then about 15 minutes later, I'm uh, now, you know, about a half a block down, but I have a look at the situation, and they're still there. No police. So then I continue my walk around the neighborhood, and now I'm about another half a block, but this time, you know, instead of north, I'm to the west, and I'm looking again. Still no police. And I was told... Uh, Last week, uh, that the police, well, actually, it was dispatcher who told me that the police arrived uh, much, much later. Well, I happened to be in, uh, a couple of days later, I happened to be in uh, near Kazachik's office. So I went in and had a talk. You know, the staff members are nice. And her comment was that they were getting complaints from Central Tucson District that the police were not responding and she couldn't understand why they didn't respond to when I told her. She asked me the time of the, you know, the incident, and I told her, and she said she did not remember there being a you know, police barricade situation or SWAT being called or something, so she would look into it. Well, a couple of days after that, I get a call from the uh, lieutenant of the dispatcher, yeah, dispatch, you know, really nice guy, and we got to talking, and what he said, look, uh, we're short of police officers. He, and I said, okay. And I think you've talked about this before. Um, you know, I said, well, uh, we have 800 police officers covering all of Tucson. And I said, well, how many should you have? And he said, well, depending on the study, another 400 to 800 police wow. officers. Yeah. So, uh, and he says, as we're talking right now, I have 15 calls, which I have no police officer to send, you know, any police to send to. So I want the listeners to stop and think about that. All right, so let's continue on. Uh, last week our neighborhood association had a meeting. So I happened to go, and that night uh, we were going to have a, the local police, the police officer assigned to our neighborhood was coming to, uh, to you know, talk. And uh, so before the meeting I went up and uh, I talked to him because I didn't want to blindside him with my story. Really nice guy and everything. Uh, and so, um, you know, we, uh, the meeting went on, and so then we talked about the incident. And what I was trying to do was get the neighborhood association to get the other ones around our area to, to talk to the city council. Uh, and so then the police officer talked about 911 triage. You know, they have a priority list. Guns and knives get the top priority. Uh, then, you know, he goes down the, the list, you know, and obviously, you know, petty crime is going to be way down. What's your previous caller? You know, I think that was like number three or four on the list. Don't get me I might be wrong. I'm hoping I summarize it correctly because I don't want to get the police department. You know, these guys are, I think, being very honest. Um, so then after he uh, discussed about, you know, guns and knives, our first priority, um, the element, we were at an elementary school, and I want listeners to realize we were at an elementary school. The principal spoke up and said that they had a lockdown that very day. What happened was two vehicles pulled up, uh, five people in the first vehicle, two people in the second vehicle was just van. At least two guns were, from what I gathered from the story, two guns were displayed. One of the uh, students started yelling that there was a gun. The adult monitor looked over, saw that, yes, there was a gun. Um, she blew the whistle. They brought everyone in, went on to lockdown, and they called 911. No police arrived. They had to call TUSD security to come, and by the time security got there, the people, uh, you know, the, the two cars were gone. Wow. 
So um, what I wanted um, so hold on here. Uh, let me see if I had anything to add to that. Well, but hang on a second. So yeah. so so the, the the police were called because two people had guns outside of a school, an elementary school, and right. TPD never showed up. They never showed up. And when was this? What day? What, what? This was last week. And um, so what the police officer said was, well, maybe, uh, I think she, I don't know if the principal called again and said, you know, they disappeared. And so then the police never bothered uh, showing up. But, I mean, the officer there, you know, took the description uh, of the people, you know, the vehicles and so on. And by the way, I guess for your listeners, if you're seeing a white uh, four-door and a a blue van uh, traveling together, maybe you ought to call the police and see maybe you'll get a response this time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he then went on to talk about, which I don't think people here are understanding, uh, what it takes to become a police officer. So well, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just running short on yeah. time, so I, I can't get into that. Okay. But I'm glad that, that you, maybe we could do it another time, but I'm glad that you could share that story. Because yeah. that is just, that's insane to me. That's it. But, you know, all that stuff happened to you, and then on top of that, outside of a school, TB was called it because they were gu- people saw guns and they never showed up for that? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so uh, Incredible. I think people realize the only way this is going to stop is the city council and the police chief get pressured. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's, that's really it. Hey, uh, John, thank you so much for sharing. They need to know. Uh, where's the return on investment for all this stuff? We'll continue. Your reaction, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'm getting even more texts from people and stories. So this is a big problem in our community, and it needs to be solved. Right? It needs to be solved. We'll continue. It's KNST.